This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. California and New York have long been two of the nation's top states for business, but due to a changing business climate, many companies are migrating to more business-friendly and less expensive areas. Savvy real estate investors are flocking to these locations to get ahead of the wave. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. In 2019, CNBC conducted a survey on America's top states for business. They said they put all 50 states through a rigorous test and graded them based on more than 60 measures of competitiveness in 10 broad categories. CNBC's criteria was developed with guidance from a diverse array of business and policy experts and official government sources, along with input from the states themselves. Virginia came in as the top state for business in America, which may be why Amazon chose that state for its second corporate headquarters back in 2017, after an exhaustive nationwide search. Not surprisingly, Texas came in second, and North Carolina was third on the list of top states for doing business. Utah, Georgia, Ohio, Indiana, Florida, Tennessee, and North Dakota also made the top 20 list. New York and California, however, ranked 27 and 32, respectively. Rhode Island and Hawaii came in as the worst place for doing business in the U.S. However, California came in last in the category of the cost of doing business, alongside Hawaii. CNBC did not conduct the survey in 2020, probably because the lockdowns would have produced skewed results. But we don't need a 2020 survey to know that California probably still ranks pretty low as a business-friendly state. Just look at the headlines. Some people are saying there's an exodus of businesses that are leaving California's Silicon Valley, but MarketWatch is calling it a stampede. Among the big companies that are moving east is Hewlett-Packard, which is moving its base of operation from Palo Alto to Houston. Oracle has already pulled up its roots in Redwood City and is now situated in Austin. Tesla's CEO Elon Musk has personally moved from California to Texas, but Tesla is still headquartered in Palo Alto with its flagship factory across the bay in Fremont. But Tesla is building a new gigafactory near Austin. Musk's other company, SpaceX, is based in Los Angeles County, but there are plans for a launch site in Boca Chica, Texas. That's south of San Antonio near the border with Mexico. Musk also has a foundation which he has reportedly moved to Austin. Venture capitalist Joe Lonsdale has also relocated to the Austin area, and he plans to move his venture firm, 8VC, to Austin as well. A software company that he co-founded years ago called Palantir has already left Silicon Valley for Denver. According to CNBC, Lonsdale ditched California because of the high tax rate. New York is also in the same predicament, losing some big Wall Street names to Florida. Charles Schwab has personally moved from New York to West Palm Beach. We also know that President Trump has done so. Private equity firm Blackstone is headquartered in New York, but plans to open an office in Miami and bring hundreds of jobs to the area. There's also word that Goldman Sachs might move its asset management operations to Florida. One Florida real estate professional spoke with Business Insider about an increase in the number of financial firms that are considering this move to Florida. He said the sentiment skyrocketed in July after early lockdowns were lifted. What those executives like the most about Florida include low taxes, pleasant weather, and what he described as a low-key vibe. Tampa is one of the areas that's attracting big business. Here's just a few 2021 predictions for Tampa. Managing partner for Weatherford Capital and former Speaker of the Florida House, Will Weatherford, told the Tampa Bay Times, 
As I look out into 2021, I strongly believe that the meta-trend of people moving from the Midwest and Northeast to Tampa Bay will continue to accelerate. In that light, I anticipate more distributed workforce-based companies and their employees making Tampa Bay their home. COVID has accelerated this trend, and I believe it will continue for years to come, unquote. President of the Tampa Bay Economic Development Council, Craig Richard, also had this to say about the migration trend. Quote, the Great Sunbelt migration has been put into overdrive, and I predict we'll see more remote workers relocating to our area now that they're not tethered to an undesirable location. I predict our project activity will increase as companies rethink their growth and real estate needs in response to the events from the past year. Unquote. Central Florida, home to more than 8 million residents and over 60 million visitors annually, is the state's fastest-growing region and is expected to outpace the growth of South Florida by more than 2 to 1 for the next several years, according to the U.S. Census. The I-4 corridor from Tampa to Orlando has become one of the largest concentration of distribution centers in the southeast, rivaling Atlanta, according to Port Tampa Bay. Jacksonville is also growing. The city had the country's seventh-largest population growth last year, and the largest in Florida, according to the U.S. Census. And we expect this trend to continue as more businesses, retirees, and work-from-home workers seek affordable, tax-friendly, warm-weathered locations. And it's not difficult to understand the appeal of a move to Texas, Florida, or Nevada. They are, of course, no-income tax states. And that's quite a contrast with California, where top-tier employees pay more than 13% of their paychecks to the state. Texas is known for having high property taxes, but Real estate is much less expensive, so depending on the property, it can make up the difference. If you want to get more data on the metro areas and neighborhoods where investors are buying, go to newsforinvestors.com. Click on the Invest tab and you'll find a list of cities that are in emerging markets. You can get more data on those markets along with a list of property providers who specialize in helping people buy rental property with experienced property management in place. Again, that's newsforinvestors.com. And while you're there, you can find my 2021 housing forecast that I just did. Every year I give my predictions, and I would say this one was the most exciting report I've done yet. So just go to newsforinvestors.com and click on the Learn tab, and then the drop-down for webinars. We also did a webinar recently with Rick Sharga from RealtyTrack on the upcoming foreclosure situation. You won't want to miss that. It's full of data. You can get that for free at newsforinvestors.com under the Learn tab. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. 